Welcome to Ramblings with Ravensfire. I'm KL Ravensfire, and as always, I'm joined by my wonderful co-host, Roxy. And today, we want to talk about all of these um, shootings, these random-ass shootings that have been going on. And don't tune out. Don't don't tune out and say no. This is too much. I don't want to hear this. Mm-hmm. This is important because this this is one. I have a military vet with me who is also well a social justice warrior, but she also <laughs> <laughs> she's a military vet. But she Which, also by the way, has, is not a bad word, and I no, don't I know, know when that came that way. No, I'm not saying it's a bad no. word, but also um, you have. Um, you have degrees. Mm-hmm. You have degrees in psychology and um, criminal justice. There you go. That was the one. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And <clears throat> excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm the one that is all choked up today. So what I'm going to do, though, is I want to start out. And this will make sense if you stay tuned in. I'm going to start out with three stories, mm-hmm. three stories that happened to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, one to me by myself in North Carolina. Now, we lived in the South, in North Carolina. In the country. In the country. We mm-hmm. had 10 acres. Um, most of the time, just about 10 horses, uh, two to three dogs, and some mm-hmm. chickens. Okay? Now, we were, Roxy was in the military. This was during Don't Ask, Don't Tell. So, we couldn't be out lesbians, but we lived together in the country, in North Carolina. And a lot of times, I was... Um, I wasn't like working as a handyman or something. I was a stay at home working around the farm. All right. So the first story, I woke up one morning because our dog was Mm -hmm. barking. I mean, he was barking his butt off. I'd probably gotten up in the morning and let him out probably around, you know, like at six or so. Mm -hmm. And then I think around 730, all of a sudden he is just barking his ass off. Mm -hmm. And I got up and walked out onto the back porch. And a guy was standing in our backyard. Now, we had gates. We Mm -hmm. had gates up. And we had a fence up that went around the gates. So you had to open up our locked gates or crawl over them. mm -hmm. And a very, very deep ditch otherwise. So the only place to get through is the driveway. Because the ditch was about, what, eight feet wide and about six feet deep? Yeah. So that that took effort to get onto the property. Yeah. And so if you did this, you had to either crawl over the gates or over the fence. And the mm-hmm. fence on one side was electrified. So mm-hmm. he his choices had been to go over the gates. Mm-hmm. Okay, so all of a sudden I see him and he's standing out there staring at my horse. He's like, has walked all the way up to where my horses are. Now my horses are in the the back past our house. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I walk out onto the back porch, I see him and he is like behind our house. Mm-hmm. staring at my horses and i'm like yo what are you doing and i didn't all i had in my hand was a phone i don't know why i grabbed the phone but it was unusual for our dog to bark so i guess i just grabbed the phone on my way out of the mm-hmm. house um that's all i had in my hand at the time and he's like you know i could have this horse gone and in philadelphia before you even know what's going on and i'm like you need to leave now So I brought my dog in and I called the cops. I didn't wait to see what was going to happen or anything like that. 
I just took and I called the cops. I knew what house he had come from. He had come from the crack shack across. <laughs> crack shack across yeah. the road. Yep. And it was. Mm-hmm. It was a horrible house. They were shipping people in and out from um, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And the house did eventually get shut down because they were bringing in just transient workers and stuff that and the problem was is not necessarily that they were just bringing in transient workers they were bringing in workers that had warrants out for their arrest in pennsylvania but Mm -hmm. the house also didn't have it turned out working septic running water or anything else like that Mm -hmm. and they were actually paying people in drugs Mm -hmm. instead of paying them a wage they Mm -hmm. were paying them in drugs Mm -hmm. and so these it, it turned out that it really was a crack shack. Mm-hmm. It was not a good situation to be across the street from us. No. It was actually quite dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I called the cops, and the cops came over, and they had to actually escort him off of our property. So mm-hmm. I had to sit there with this stranger on our property, eyeballing my horses while I waited for the cops to show up. Mm-hmm. Roxy is at the naval base. Mm-hmm. All I could do is call her, but she couldn't leave because this was during Don't Ask, Don't Tell. So what is she going to say? My wife is in danger? Mm-hmm. You know, so all, all I could do. Okay, no. so not once did I grab a gun. The house had them, mm-hmm. but I didn't even think about it, honestly, mm-hmm. at that point in time. Mm-hmm. I called the cops. The cops came mm-hmm. and they escorted him off the property. The cops did not arrest him for trespassing. It was it was a useless. They they were corrupt as it was, anyways. Yeah. So, so okay, that's the first story. Still, no one got shot. All mm-hmm. right. And I stayed unharmed. I was in the house, and trust me, I did have a very big dog. Uh So first story. Second story again involves the crack shack across the street. We had had a power outage. By this time, they had changed management, mm-hmm. and. The guy had introduced himself and, you know, it wasn't quite as bad and we had a passable we could wave and mm-hmm. everything was so-so, you know, so didn't think much of it. Uh, we had had a really bad storm, power had gone out mm-hmm. and he shows up and he's like, hey, the power's out. Can I use your phone to call? Um, the guy's name at the time was Mr. White, the owner of the house and mm-hmm. the guy that was still bringing in workers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were like, yeah, sure. And he never made the phone call. Mm-hmm. Instead, he held the phone and proceeded to say, and this is literally the exact words he used, mm-hmm. so I'm sorry. And he pulls out a giant wad of cash and says, sometimes I like a little pussy with my weed if you're ever interested. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was an oh hell no moment. Yeah, that really was an oh hell no moment. You thought I abandoned you. That was kind of funny. And I was like, I was like, you need to leave now. And I took my phone back and I was like, you need to get off of our porch and you need to leave. And he he wouldn't leave. He just kept standing there like, what did I say? And I'm like, you need to leave. And Roxy had ducked back inside. And I'm like, you really need to leave. And I'm like, that wasn't a suggestion. It was a warning. He just didn't catch that at that point. Yeah. 
Uh, but here's the bad thing. Roxy has a really bad, because I couldn't get back in the house. I don't think you realized you had done this to me. And you did it the other day, too. Roxy has a bad habit of when she walks in a house, she automatically locks a door. I grew up in Los Angeles. So I couldn't get back in the freaking house. So all I could do was go down the stairs. Mm -hmm. I don't remember that part. That's why I wasn't back in the house with you, you dork. Mm, that was why bad. do you think I went down the stairs instead of in the house? I don't know. <laughs> it never dawned ago. on you no, why I was no. down the stairs when you came no, back out. It's a really bad, it is an awful, horrible habit. It's, it's she not locked even... me out of the house the other day, too, by the yeah. way. Well, you locked me out of the house when there was a praying mantis. <laughs> that was a legitimate phobia. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to do that okay. at all, but that's, yeah. that's not good. But so I she... did not go far, just so you no, all she don't did. worry. No, she did. I had no intention of going very far or for very long. What I did do is <laughs> she, this is the one and only time. And I'm going to tell you straight up. I was so I had to go duck down on the porch because I wanted some space between me and this dude, obviously. Because um, I wasn't sure if I was going to have to break in through the back porch mm. <laughs> or where I was going to have to go. We had garden yeah. stuff all over the place. You probably could yeah. beat him with a shovel. True. But anyways. anyways, I was getting off the porch. I didn't like the close proximity. Mm. She comes out with a gun. Mm -hmm. Didn't have to fire it. Mm -mm. He booked it. Because mm -hmm. that point, I was like, you need to leave now. <laughs> um, and he did. Mm -hmm. And needless to say, I've never seen someone run so fast Yeah, in my life. He really did leave. And at that point, we called the cops again. And the cops showed up. And we told them what happened. Was that when Cody got loose at the same time and chased him? Or no, 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 no. That was another time. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and no, Cody never got loose and chased. That was actually a whole different story. Issue and mm. didn't need to be mentioned. That's okay. But thanks. It's okay. So our dog one time never actually got loose. He stayed in the yard, mm -hmm. but he fell in the ditch and all he could do was run back and forth in our deep ass ditch. Lucky it he didn't get bit by a snapping turtle. That was true. But... <laughs> And that he wasn't chasing anyone. He just no, he got just, loose from us like a dork. That's right. He was just running through the yard and then fell in the, the ditch. ditch. That was all of a sudden. Just it was actually quite humorous because he, he just disappeared. disappeared. <laughs> but it was a really deep ditch. It is. But visually, visually, he was a deterrent until these people showed up and they didn't seem to care. But he was a a huge black German big, shepherd. Yeah, big old huge black German shepherd. And he was gorgeous. And that was usually enough, but this guy had, he was ballsy. I mean, I can't, when he said that, my eyes went, excuse me? I know. And so, okay. So Roxy comes out and she has the gun. Mm -hmm. Remember military training, actually mm -hmm. in the military at this time mm -hmm. and period. And mm -hmm. uh, she comes out with the gun. Didn't, still didn't have to ever shoot anyone. Mm -mm. Never have we shot anyone. Mm -hmm. This is the only time mm -hmm. now that someone has actually had it pulled on them. All right. Mm -hmm. He left, called the cops again. This time, the crack shack actually got shut down. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that was just one too many times uh, pulling out the wad of cash and literally offering prostitution was probably just a little too much that they couldn't ignore. Mm -hmm. So the, they had to shut that house down after that incident. All right. Third incident. Now, this one was actually super scary. Mm -hmm. This happened at like one o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. This is going to come into... The incidences that have been happening now around the country. Mm -hmm. All right. 
This one was super scary because it happened at like one o'clock in the morning. Uh, we, one o'clock in the morning, again, like I've said, we have a, we had gates. They were always locked. They were chained and they were locked. Only way you could get over these gates was to climb them or go through an electric fence somehow. Because everything was designed to keep the horses from getting on the road. So nothing was open ever. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. So at one o'clock in the morning, all of a sudden we have banging on our door. Now I'm not opening up the fucking door at one o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. I'm just not doing it. And a guy is yelling, let me in. I need to use your phone. And I'm like, no, I don't know who you are. I'm, you know, I'm not letting anyone in. Mm-hmm. obviously at one o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm not that nice of a person. Uh, you also have to remember this was like well over 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And it was actually four guys. I could see them through the window. There was actually four guys out there. Mm-hmm. I was like, if you need help, um, I'll call 911 for you. You know, I had no problems doing that. I was like, if you have, if you need help, you know, uh, go back out to the road. I'll give you my, I'll give the, I'll, call 911 and give them my address but they were being really insistent they were even wiggling the doorknob mm-hmm. and i was like okay now you really need to get the hell off of my property or i'm calling 911 for a different reason mm-hmm. and then they you know and i started dialing 911 what they did not know again is that i had backup right behind me mm-hmm. again but see here is the point so we have no one got shot that night we did call 911 uh, they left. Uh, we had the police come out and help us. They they went around the property. Nobody was on there and they never saw the car. So we don't know where these people came from Mm-mm. or what. And this incident never happened again. Mm-hmm. Okay. But see, here's the incident. So let's go to this young man, Ralph Yarl, mm-hmm. 16 years old, under six feet tall, mm-hmm. apparently, uh, under six feet tall, about 170 pounds. Okay. Wasn't even one o'clock in the morning. What was it like about nine o'clock in, in the evening or so mm. uh, in Missouri, a neighborhood. So you're not even talking like uh, areas that I lived in in the country or anything like that. Mm-hmm. He didn't. He walked up to probably what you could assume would probably be a well-lit house mm-hmm. and politely knocked on a door to pick up his siblings. And he just had the wrong address which the neighbor said happens all the time because the name is the same two blocks away it's just the difference between street and court and a lot of people make that mistake they see the name they don't check for that second part okay Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. so and you get an 84 year old white man who just sees a young african-american boy Mm -hmm. now at no point is he going to be in fear of his life? I don't care. And if he was, if he was, why did he not just say, get off my porch or I'm going to call 911? Mm-hmm. And I know people will say, well, that's dangerous too in this day and age. And yes, and it could have been, but he also could have just said that mm-hmm. and he would have left knowing he had the wrong address. He could have said, uh, get off my porch. You don't belong here. Mm-hmm. And he would have known that he had the wrong address. Mm -hmm. But the problem is, is that he made him wait, which means he went and he actually saw that he was on his porch and still went and got his gun. Mm -hmm. So, see, the problem is, is that he didn't even talk to him and say, what are you doing here? Mm -hmm. Or let him speak. He literally just shot him before 
Mm-hmm. He even had a chance to say, I'm here to pick up my siblings. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know where they brothers, sisters or anything right. like that. And then so and at then no point was again, and, and then, then shot, shot him, him again while he was on the ground. Yeah. So at no point was he in fear of his life. Mm-hmm. See, I had a couple ish incidences where I could have said I was in fear of my life. And still nobody ever got shot over mm-hmm. these two incidences. Someone literally was messing with our doorknob that night. Mm-hmm. There were four guys on our porch. Now, if they had busted At, the door open or a window, that, that would have been a change because four against two. Yes. And At one o'clock against, in the morning. And males against females with obvious intent to cause harm since they were angry and banging on the door and demanding entry. I had every right as a you know, inside my house to protect myself. But I'm not going to shoot but let me a tell door. You, now, let me tell you. Now, there was also a different incident. And this happened to my mom. Mm-hmm. And she was there by herself. A young kid showed up. He was 16. Mm-hmm. And he showed up and he knocked on the door. And she didn't open it. Mm-hmm. And she said, can I help you? And he said, and he actually gave his name. And she said, okay. And he and he gave a number. Um, and she actually called the police. And he had run out of gas and they were like, oh, yes, I do know him. And she actually was able to call the police and verify who this young man was. Mm-hmm. And they were like, um, yeah, you know, I can I can tell you exactly. I do know who he is. He's a you know, he's a mm-hmm. he's an OK kid. And she was like, OK, um, that's cool. Just to let you know I'm so and so. I'm going to run him up to the gas station so that he can get some gas and get home to his, you know. Mm-hmm. And they were like, OK, awesome. Thank you. So but he he actually. So see, do you see the difference with someone that like the four guys that banged on our door at one o'clock in the mm-hmm. morning and the young kid that still wandered past our gates, but was like, hey, you know, I'm so and so you can verify because my dad is a deputy and mm-hmm. I just ran out of gas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm not saying, you know, I but, you know, this dude didn't even give Ralph Yarl a chance to say anything. He no. just shot him for no reason. Yeah. And I'm going to point out two things that I noticed reading the different articles is that one, the 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 child, the the young the young man, the young you know Ralph boy, Ralph had an injury to one of his extremities to his arm, which I know, which his, means he did this. So he either he had a yeah in order to, to to block the the guy, which is normal defensive maneuvers. The other thing that I'm going to say is that family conversations with other things, um, the ex-wife said that this guy was not a nice person. And, and his, his father, grandson, his 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 grandson yeah. has also come out. His mm-hmm. uh, one of his younger grandsons mm-hmm. um, has also come out and mm-hmm. said that he is is racist. And in yep. in the last yep. couple of years during COVID, he was just constantly w- watching right wing news Fox and stuff like that. So he, no, he didn't say which, which one. one but he just, just said you know, right wing news. And the other thing I'm going to point out is the guy shot him with a 32, an old revolver. Yeah. Now these are not your most common re- things that people go out and buy these days. This is something that people have had for 50, 60 years. It's a what they used to call a pocket pistol. They could stick it in the back pocket, of, you know, of their pants or the front pocket of their pants. Um, I actually stopped an old guy coming in on the base once that had one oh, wow. in his pocket and they didn't think of nothing of it. This is something that they used to carry, you know, the old the old white dudes used to carry back in the day just in case they needed to pop somebody. Okay, now let's go on to another case that's happened. And we've all heard about the basketball incident. Mm -hmm. Um, A young girl, except here's the thing. If you haven't been reading it and you've only seen the headlines, this one is just whacked. Mm -hmm. Okay, so 
Um, and you can't say that race is involved. I'm still trying to figure this one out completely. Uh, so if There's you just bad actors everywhere, no matter what. I know. Yeah. If you read the headlines, you're gonna think, "Oh my God!" So the people that got shot weren't actually even involved with the basketball that rolled into the yard. Yeah. That's the thing. Mm -hmm. They were actually just out in their own space mm -hmm. and this guy just came ramp rampaging. So, okay. So yeah. you've heard about the fact that you had a bunch of people, they were out. It's probably a nice day. If you know anything about North Carolina in April is mm -hmm. like Goldilocks weather. Mm -hmm. This is the only time of year where you're going to get like, especially in Gaston, where you're going to get this weather where it's just kind of perfect. And you're not breathing mosquitoes and humidity. Exactly. And melting. Yeah. So you, so have you have a bunch of people, they're out. This dude had just moved into the neighborhood. He had only been there for like less than like six months. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I guess he was just having a fit about these kids in the neighborhood. So mm -hmm. why he moved into the neighborhood, I don't know. Mm -hmm. But he was having a fit already. So when they're all out playing and stuff and... A kid, uh, a kid's basketball rolls in. He starts cussing at the kids, mm -hmm. and one of the dad is like, "Oh hell no!" Basically, goes and mm -hmm. is like, "Don't cuss at my kids." Mm -hmm. He run the the guy runs back into his house, goes into his house, gets a gun, mm -hmm. comes out, and just starts walking down the street and shooting indiscriminately. Okay, uh, the guy that threw words with him whose kid had been involved in it ran so he didn't get shot um everyone else ducked for cover of course you had the little girl she was out on her bike because uh they're just out grilling and barbecuing and stuff this is what happened basically the dad sees what's going on he's trying to get his kid indoors so he gets shot in the back probably as far as i can tell because he's still in the hospital Mm -hmm. But from figuring out the injuries and what the little girl said, which was, I couldn't get inside quick enough, so my dad got shot, mm -hmm. and he was shot in the back. So it sounds like he was pretty much shielding her and trying to get her in. Right. Um, but they weren't one, even... more than one shot, because he had, yeah, a, he had and a lung, his one lung deflated and a liver injury they were trying to... You know, yeah, so and the little girl got grazed in the cheek, and mm -hmm. even the mother got uh, grazed in the arm. Mm -hmm. So, uh, he just saw people out that weren't even involved mm -hmm. in the, in the words that were thrown mm -hmm. and just started shooting indiscriminately. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now we have a second case again, literally not in fear of his life. No. And he, these pursued. are just soft targets and he shot people in the back. Mm -hmm. Okay. Not in fear of his life. No. Now Anger we and male. Yes. That's okay. It. Uh, we have the incident in New York. Mm hmm uh, of course, we've heard about this one. Uh, some people pulled into a driveway. Uh, they're, uh, you know, late at night. They pull into a, a driveway, realize they're in the wrong driveway. They're trying to get to a friend's house. They go to turn around. Guy comes out. He has expressed absolutely no remorse because he was getting tired of people pulling into his driveway and using it as a turnaround. So obviously... Uh, GPS issue. Mm -hmm. um, trust me, I know what this is like. We have mm -hmm. a GPS issue out here. And mm -hmm. he decides he's going to shoot into the car. Mm -hmm. And it ends up killing a young girl. Yeah. 
a 20-year-old. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has shown absolutely no remorse yet for this. Yeah, here's the problem with that. Um, if you don't want people coming up on your property, you put a gate up. Exactly. And you post it. Mm-hmm. You know, there. you can even... This is not hard. There's a thing that we you have can a buy. Gate. It's about $40, okay, or less if you find, you find a good one on sale, that literally will just ping you if somebody pulls up into your driveway with a half mile distance radius that you can tell if somebody pulls in. Really handy for catching UPS, by the way, and FedEx and all of those people. But, I mean, they're... Just put a gate up. Put a gate up. If you don't want people driving up your driveway, put a damn gate up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then, this is not hard. Then you you actually have someone for trespassing. But you the whole point is, is that you put the gate up and you have a no trespassing sign. You have posted your property so people don't come on it. But still, even if somebody does come on it, all of these right to carry and these, these home is your castle thing. Okay. I wasn't done. Oh, oh I'm so sorry. Okay. Okay. Now, we have one more, and okay. I haven't seen as many people talking about this one. Oh. I don't know if it wasn't heard about as much because it's coming out of Texas, and they don't want them know. to know about it or that something. One, I think that one was the worst one because I swear I've had this happen to me once. Oh, God, it's happened. I told you about my friend that this happened yeah. to. Okay, so how many people has this happened to you accidentally, especially nowadays, because they mass make cars, mm-hmm. they mass produce cars, you accidentally try to either get into a car that looks like yours. It doesn't happen to us as much because our car, we kind of have made our cars look a little unique with decals, but... Absolutely necessary. Yes. But how many people have walked up to, say, a white vehicle or something like that, and you go to get into it, and then you're like, oh, shit, that's not my vehicle. Mm-hmm. That's not my car. Right. Especially when you look at some of these Toyota Priuses and mm-hmm. stuff like that that are out there. Yep. And what people don't know is that they only have so many key combinations. So you could put your key in someone else's car. And it might actually and it start. Might, it, might, it might open the door. I actually have a friend that this happened to. She, in West Virginia, when I was there going to school a long time ago, she got into a car, started it, turned around to back up, and then realized that she was getting ready to steal a car because it had Tupperware in the back seat, and mm-hmm. she didn't have Tupperware. Mm-hmm. And then so she pulled it back in and got out and hurried up and found her mm-hmm. car in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. And this was just a weird thing that happened. Um, you know, there's been a couple of times before we decked out uh, the Tundra. When mm-hmm. we used to have the Tundra, we walked up one time to a white Tundra that looked exactly like ours. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, the key didn't work luckily, Mm -hmm. but there's been, you know, there's been a few times throughout the years where you accidentally walk up to a vehicle that looks Mm -hmm. like yours. And I had a white Mustang at one point and they had tons of them. That was, you know, those are like a dime a dozen. Yes. So, so, I mean, this is, okay. So what happened is in Texas, uh, 16, I know 16 year old, uh, her, she was in a car with some friends. The friends pulled up next to another car. She jumped out of it proceeded to open a car door of a car that she thought was hers, was going to get in, happened to look in, and there was a guy sitting in the passenger seat. By accounts of her friends, she apologized, realized it wasn't her car, uh, shut the door before she could get into her friend's car again. Uh, The gentleman got out of the passenger seat, stood up, and shot her. Again, no risk. No risk. No threat of violence. No threat of injury. There was absolutely no reason for them to do this. And killed her. This. There. I'm sorry. And killed her. 16-year-old kid. 
again. So all of these shootings, there has been absolutely, I mean, I know we have mass shootings. I know that we have had a lot of mass shootings and stuff, but these, these other shootings that we have had in the span of days, mm-hmm. these are so, so, and, and I know, I know you can say, well, all these mass shootings are soft targets too and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I totally agree mm-hmm. because I can't wrap my head around them either. I, I, I can't. Mm-hmm. I've tried to figure them out. I've I've tried to dig into the psyche and I can't because I'm not built like that. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not, you know, even understanding psychology and stuff. I mm-hmm. can't figure I can't figure out what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. I keep trying, but these these ones that are going on right now where you just happen to walk up to a wrong house. I, I, you know, you can say, well, there's a racial component on that one. Of course there is. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. There is a racial component for sure. Um, but the guy in Gaston, North Carolina, he was an African-American guy. Mm-hmm. So you have to take the racial component out of that one. Mm-hmm. So he was he was just angry at all of the kids. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why did he move into a neighborhood that had so many kids? I don't know. I, you know, I don't know what to say. I mean, I don't like kids either, but still, mm-hmm. this seems like a slight overreaction. The one in Texas, you know, um, how many people, again, have accidentally almost gotten into a wrong car? Mm-hmm. And who sees a sixteen-year-old? Uh, yeah, a sixteen-year-old. You take a sixteen-year-old teenage. Yeah, a sixteen. Yeah, who, who, who? You I know, know, who's just probably chatting with her friends and doesn't mm-hmm. pay attention that she accidentally. But by all accounts, she apologized and shut the door. She was she was getting back into mm-hmm. her friend's car, you know, mm-hmm. and he shot her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the one in New York. You know, they just pulled into the wrong driveway. He was just getting tired of people doing this. What is emboldening people enough? And you can't say that, and and they can't even pull the stand your ground law mm-hmm. because that only applies if mm-hmm. you are in mm-hmm. danger of your life. So and this, none of these people are no. in danger. So this is related to this because I showed and you yes, this. And yes, and Roxy has a theory. No, no, no. I was oh, you were talking about. about oh. there, I showed you this video. Okay, so. This family, this family, including the, the, the mother's brother, mm-hmm. was waiting for the kid to come out of school. I showed you this, right? Okay. Okay. And so they were in the car. He oh, had gotten God, out to take yeah. the smoke, and he got confused oh, and yeah. got into the back seat of another person's car. God, that was car. in fucking Colorado and Pueblo. Yes. Okay. He, he got confused because all the cars, all the SUVs today look the same. Bring it down. Okay. Babe. And he got into the back seat of another car. All he and did realized, was open up the door. He didn't even get into yeah. the back seat. And he was like, oh, shit, sorry, I thought this was my car, when he realized that it wasn't his sister in the driver's seat, right? Well, the Karen, <laughs> sorry, Karen. Well, he had a few ticks. That was the yeah. issue. He had a few ticks. He wasn't, he wasn't completely right. He had some issues, but, you he, know. He, well, he, he that's what I'm tell. saying. He had a few ticks okay. and stuff. He definitely, and, yeah. And here's so so here's what happened. So she calls the police and said some guy tried to enter her car. So he goes and finds his sister's car, gets in the car. God, that Cops, was so traumatic to watch. It was very traumatic. And I'm going to shorthand it because I don't think you need to see the whole thing. I saw the whole video. It was ridiculous. He's in the back seat. The cops show up. They start questioning him. And he says straight up, I got into the wrong car. I got out to smoke. I thought it was her car. They looked My mom's identical. Car. You know, 
And I made the mistake of waiting for my, you know, sister, you know, my, my little brother. sister, little brother. Little brother. I can't remember exactly what it was. Little brother. To, to get out of school. And the cops got super aggressive, yanked him out of the car. He's freaking out because he he's obviously not he what he 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 didn't he, seem completely all he was he was a little slower you know so they accused him of being combative. Well, while they're fighting with him, no, the, they asked him for his ID. They asked him for mm -hmm. his ID, and when he went to reach for his wallet, mm -hmm. they said that he had something on him, and they just yanked him yanked out of him his out car. Of and then, in a, and in shorthand, I'm going to tell you that three cops, one scrawny little dude, and having just the only mistake he made was getting into the wrong car, almost getting into the wrong car, and then the lady calling on him to the cops. They yanked him out. This cop, this cop took his gun out, pressed it into his chest, and point blank shot him three times and killed him right there on the side of the road. Okay. In front of in all, front of of all these... the students at the, yeah. at the school. Then to add and made his to, mother stay in the vehicle. She wasn't even allowed to go and see him. And then he got commendations because somehow he hit his widow back and broke his widow nose fighting with this guy somehow. And he got commendations for doing this for basically being judge and jury and, and for nothing. I mean, the guy gave the explanation. The car looked exactly the same. I made the mistake. I opened the door. I realized it wasn't hers. And I went and I found my the car I was supposed to be in. That and should have been enough. The reason is, and yeah, he was high. He was high. I think he was probably on some medical marijuana going on. I think he did have some mental issues. Mm -hmm. And you could tell he was high. Um, the issue is, and this is Pueblo, Colorado, that this mm -hmm. happened in. It looked like when the cop, because they were showing the body cam footage and stuff, the cop, when he talked to the lady that called the cops on him, mm -hmm. she was literally one. There was one car that separated her from their car. Mm -hmm. So that's how that happened. And the cars did look very mm -hmm. similar. Same color, pretty much. Same car, same yeah. type of SUV. Yeah. It was similar enough okay. that if you're high as a kite, mm -hmm. you so, could have made the. And, and yes, this is related to my. Okay. Yes. My... Go ahead. So the cops don't have to know the freaking law, but somehow we do. We do. We have to know the laws more than that. So when you when you are when you are in a situation where there's a potential for someone committing violence against you, and you choose to pull out that gun, you, you know, just in case, you have to show more self restraint and keep yourself together and not be emotional than the cops are being told to do. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that's unprofessional. And yes, I do have military training, but that doesn't mean that I've gone around, you know, unaliving people. That's that's not going to happen. What I do know is I don't want to unless it's absolutely positively unescapable to have that, you know, to do that. And and in that case where there was the four men on the on the front porch, there was a very we have a window on the porch. They could have broken into the window to get through. They could have broken through the door to get through. There was sufficient amount of men there. And that's why when this happened, she talked, but I didn't. You know, I stayed back. I stayed calm. I was waiting, but I didn't shoot through the door. I didn't automatically do something stupid like that. I'm not going to do that. But, you know, there was a very real possibility that that evening could have ended up a lot worse than it did. Luckily, they retreated. But that's because we keep our heads. We don't yes. automatically go mm -hmm. to shoot first. Right. And the problem is, is that right now I feel like, and if there's some good police officers out there, forgive me, but 
unless you start getting rid of your bad guys and stop. And, and, and I know this is being taught in the academies. Well, see, that's the thing. Like 10 years ago, we had a really, really good Mm-hmm. And I voted for him. He mm-hmm. was a nice guy. Yeah. We had a really good police mm-hmm. um uh the sheriff mm-hmm. in in our area where we lived. He was. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, he was mm-hmm. a really really good sheriff, which meant he had really good deputies. That's mm-hmm. why you hear me say I called the cops. They mm-hmm. actually came out and they did the rounds right. and then let us know it was safe mm-hmm. on our property. Mm-hmm. Uh after he left, it went downhill. He had to leave to take care of his wife who had early Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. When he left, it went downhill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But while he was there, that department mm-hmm. was clean. Yep. And they And that was mm-hmm. the difference. You yeah. have a good sheriff, you have good deputies. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So um there have been people caught on on film, uh caught on audio. Uh, a few recent ones. Uh, one was a California sheriff that basically said, told the graduates of the academy, it is cheaper if you unalive the person, if you're going to shoot them, than to shoot to wound because it costs less money. The family gets upset. They sue. They might get $3 million. Taxpayers pay for it. Who cares? But if you, if you injure them and they have medical needs or permanent disabilities, that's going to be a huge lawsuit that's going to cost the county a lot of money this oh guy literally God. this guy literally said this trainers for the academies straight up tell you it is cheaper to shoot somebody and make the mistake and unalive them than it is for them to be able to talk after the fact and give their side of the story they are also taught to immediately say i'm in fear of my life and there okay. you go that's the one that i was waiting mm-hmm. for her to bring up mm-hmm. because Cops are now automatically saying this. And that is their free ride to not get in trouble. And now we have people saying Mm -hmm. this. But how are you in fear of your life Mm -hmm. because someone turns around in your driveway? Mm -hmm. Yes, it annoys me too at times. Mm -hmm. We have people that have Mm -hmm. made the mistake. They turn around in our driveway all the Mm -hmm. time. The most I do is watch and make sure that I take note of the vehicle mm-hmm. so that if anything ever goes missing, because we have a slight meth issue here at times, mm-hmm. I just want to make sure I note that if anything goes missing from our yard, I know what the vehicle looked like. Mm-hmm. So in so, these so cases, far, nothing has gone missing. Yeah. So in these cases that happened on our farm, the dude that threatened to, to sell our horses or kidnap our horses or horse thievery, which is still a, a, an offense, um, at that point, could he have been dangerous if he was armed and we didn't know it? Yes. Did we approach him so that we were anywhere near him? No. Well, there was no we. Yeah, it was just me at that point. It was just me and Cody. So retreat into the house, call the police. You know, I still think he should have been arrested for trespassing. He should have been for threatening to do that. It was ridiculous. Tony Perry wasn't in charge yet at that point. That's true. The second one, uh, where the dude pulled out cash and and then and made a very rude suggestion. Um, in exchange for money. Um, he wouldn't leave until he, would, he, he didn't have a he choice. He refused to leave after being told to leave. Technically, that is now the, legally the definition of trespass. Yes. And we had the right to have him leave the property. Now, this guy being a dude and outweighing us and being male, just by even if he was unarmed or even if he had a knife, he was still a danger to either of us. If he had gotten violent or refused or put hands on, at what point, you know, is this going to become an escalated situation? This luckily did not happen, but it was a possibility. 
four dudes banging on our door violently, demanding to be let in at one o'clock in the morning. That was definitely could have ended badly, but again, didn't happen. Kept yours cool. Keep your head. And I know a lot of people are saying I'd be too scared. I was scared. There, there's the old, there is an old saying that in the, in the Marine Corps, that says there are old Marines and bold Marines, but there are old, no old bold Marines. And if you say, if a guy tells you, I don't get scared. No, you get scared. I get but, scared a lot. It's the, just how yeah, you react. You, and you get, you are, and when you have, you have your first code as a nurse or whatever, you are scared to death. Because you're scared to death of messing it up and not knowing your stuff or forgetting something because the emotions are running high. It's what you do and how you push past that while still being scared. Yep. These guys are somewhere underlyingly just mean or mm -hmm. miserable or racist or hate kids or hate somebody. And when they are scared, they lash out. Okay, and I'm not giving them an excuse for that. What I'm saying is, I don't is, buy is, that they're scared though. I don't think that mm, the dude that mm, was just that shot into a car that mm, was already turning around and leaving no, was scared. Yeah. It was just a, adrenaline rush on that. No, it upset. wasn't even that. He yeah. was just pissed. Yeah. He okay. Was, or something. So, so I some, don't even know. But, but okay, so some sort of emotional response. Something is giving these people permission in their head to be assholes and to, and to act to just out, shoot randomly, to act out without consideration of what. Of, and of that's what the that's the thing problem. Is. What has tripped? Turned. What mm -hmm. has tripped these people's trigger mm -hmm. in the last week mm -hmm. to to all of a sudden just randomly mm -hmm. decide that it's okay to just start yeah. doing this for no well i was gonna say with the 85 year old dude he might have. oh yeah scared. he's racist he's racist no so, he wasn't but, he wasn't but, afraid but, i don't buy it but 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 here's the reason why if you His look at his wife doesn't buy yeah. it oh but he's racist but here's the difference What's i don't on? buy it it's, it's i true. don't Okay. I don't buy I that know. he was afraid. I don't buy it at all. I know uh -huh. what you keep saying. Yeah. I don't buy it. His ex-wife doesn't buy it. His yep. his grandson doesn't buy it. Yeah. Nobody buys that this man was afraid because if he had been afraid, he really mm -hmm. could have just said, yeah. go away. Yeah. No, I don't no, buy that he was a, a afraid. A reasonable person would have never opened the door. A reasonable person He didn't open said, the door. He shot through the door. That's what I've heard. And the problem is, is I think it's the neighborhood because this poor boy made it to what three different neighbors before someone helped him and then and no, nobody helped him. well i mean someone helped him but it wasn't that he made it to three neighbors literally somebody saw him laying on the ground mm -hmm. it wasn't even that he knocked on doors and someone helped him someone saw him laying on the ground jumped a fence and came and helped mm -hmm. him so it's like and then another person came and helped him yeah. so like it wasn't even I don't even know if the person came from from mm -hmm. that part of the neighborhood. But, but it is there is a huge problem with racism rising in this country and and this protector. I mean stuff. that one is definitely race race related for sure. Mm -hmm. The other three mm -hmm. are just so freaking random that mm -hmm. I can't wrap my head around it. It is, and I think these these homeowners associations that have gated communities and stuff where they feel like anybody that comes in is is like potentially a, a criminal it it's getting ridiculous like those two i told you about those two girls that had a friend in this uh, gated community so they used it as a shortcut because if they didn't walk through the gated community it was an extra like 10 minutes around to go and 
this guy stopped him and called 911 and said that these there were some ghetto girls and in, in seriously ghetto they he said they were ghetto and he wasn't was, he the fucking vice principal yeah he was a principal of a school i was like holy cow so the racism is ridiculous the hate is ridiculous this 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 <clears throat> act first without any in, in, that's the problem this, i honestly okay i think i finally got it somehow people have been allowed to act like this without repercussions it has yeah Mm -hmm. and obviously because mm -hmm. of the lack of repercussions yeah people are feeling more and more emboldened they are so hopefully i don't know people start to get these but that that goes back to a post i made on facebook mm -hmm. three years mm -hmm. three years to try to overthrow the government and and i'm i'm not saying that a felon should have a firearm but it also depends on the felony because I'm sorry, a drug a, a drug felony should not carry the same penalty because we need to look at what the the felony might be for at times too. Uh -huh. But if you are caught with a gun and you're a felon, mm -hmm. you get an automatic 15 years. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, like I was saying before, we need to look at what the felony is. Maybe some of these felonies need to be overturned, especially in cases of like, was pot. it a pot? <laughs> yeah, joint on them. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, you know, having a felony for a joint is mm -hmm. kind of, you know, some of these cases need, and they have been getting overturned in Colorado and yeah. stuff. Especially with the sh three strikes stuff that they added away. Yeah. So. so, oh, you're talking about the dude that got hardly anything? He didn't even. It, yes. He's going to get. But it's not just that, but that most of them have only been getting three freaking years. Mm -hmm. No, I was talking about the dude uh, in Texas. He. They were going to do a welfare check on him because he was going to turn himself. He finally had to turn himself into the FBI because it was his turn to start serving his time for his um, insurrection against the government on January 6th. So they were going to do a welfare check on they were going to do a welfare check on him since it was he had to turn himself into the FBI, mm -hmm. a welfare check. Seriously. Mm hmm. Um, that was a, you know, we didn't check up on him. We better make sure he's still at that address or we're going to look stupid. Yeah. That's what that was. And so he fired on police. He yes. shot at police. Mm -hmm. So now. He was there. <laughs> so so now. <laughs> that's, that's kind of funny. I'm sorry. So now he. Um, he <laughs> I derailed you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, so now instead of at the three years that he was going to have to serve for the insurrection, he's going to have to serve his three years plus another 15 as a felon for having a firearm. For firing at the police. So firing at the local no, police. No, 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 no. Because, he, well, yeah, but yeah. because he had a firearm yeah. as a felon. Yeah. That actually carried more weight yeah. than having, for than being an insurrectionist. What the hell That's is that what's to? getting my goat is yeah. that... Try to overthrow the government. Three years. Wildly yeah. shoot at it. Yeah. Know, wildly shoot at the local popo trying to collect your ass. And you're going to get 15 years. It's like, hmm. Something's not right. No. That's all I'm saying. Something is not right. I'm not saying that 15 years isn't enough mm -hmm. for having a firearm as a felon. I'm saying that three years isn't enough mm -hmm. for trying to overthrow the government. Yeah. For being part of an insurrection. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. For that day. That's that's where I'm saying it's not enough. So anyway, if you have followed this whole podcast, I appreciate it. Let us know what you think. If you have any answers for what the fuck is going on, let me know. Mm -hmm. Because I sure don't. And it is 
The fabric of society is is ripping apart and it's not because of drag queens. No. (laughs) No, it is not. It is not because of drag queens. And it's not because you don't go to church every Sunday. It is because people have become mean and want to just use violence to to fix their problems uh, anyway you their can attitudes. you can find us right now on instagram and mm-hmm. facebook at our group ramblings with raven's fire mm-hmm. and we are on apple spotify mm-hmm. iHeartRadio, and mm-hmm. all those good places so mm-hmm. thank you and have a wonderful rest of your week mm-hmm. bye y'all bye